0: this time he said well there's no there's no talk of tv no talk of tv We're not going to tell you what's coming you don't know when it's going to be no wipe wink wink nod nod smile smile <laughs> you know finger tap no Dude, wipe we'll it's, see. Not, no, it's definitely not on the horizon any time no not even on we'll the see. horizon no time soon like which probably means it's like you know it's going to happen in the next three days like everyone's get it guessing so they're not going to tell us what's coming like he said they want more surprise elements around the wipes like it's i'm intrigued as, as to the timing i really am
1: I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm. Church is calling it. All right. Write it down. Mark it down. Ooh. There's no wipe, dude. We're not getting a wipe to a lighthouse. That's. I, that's my guess right now. Welcome to Scav Talk, an escape from Tarkov podcast with a focus on the continuing development of the game, passionate analysis, theory crafting, and general gameplay discussions. My name is Church. I do video editing and some content creation on the side. I'm GigaBeef, a Tarkov YouTuber, helping you improve your gameplay, knowledge, and confidence
0: in EFT. And welcome back to the show, everybody. So, Church, how's it going?
1: It's going good, man. It's going good. A lot of exciting stuff going on in Tarkov land.
0: Definitely. A lot of exciting things have happened. It's funny how, like, just you get nothing for ages, and then it's suddenly just like Nikita's just on air, nonstop talking to everybody about what's going on it's uh it's good yeah it's really really mm-hmm. good it's really good i think that's kind of the the yeah you know, the main bulk of the news right it's the uh, the various interviews that he did i kind of um i did actually watch both but i only i only really like was paying like super attention to the one that he did with pesley i have to i have to say because the other one was like a bit more general and stuff but uh, maybe there was something out of that 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 you took out that i was kind of like not paying as much attention to i don't know <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um so what have you been up to? You've been do you've been playing any talk this week?
1: No, um so I haven't have got a chance to play. Um I've sort of me and Airwing have been working uh more closely together. If you don't know, I edit for Airwing Marine, um YouTuber, tarkov content creator, and we've sort of like ramped it up for the anticipation of the wipe. And so I've been working a lot more on editing and it's been fun. I've, that's just been like, I'm also working on my container secure container video. And oh, that's um, yeah, it is exciting. It's, it's, it's going to be a long project and I'm going to slowly chip away at because I want it to be, there's a lot of things I want it to be, but um, right now I'm just, I'm simultaneously working on the script and also getting footage. Um, Cause I'm using uh, sort of like, um, part of the idea is like comparing the other games that are sort of like similar, I guess, in the nature of a hardcore genre, yeah. um, like Dark Souls, like Russ. I might even do a roguelike game because they're kind of similar in that aspect. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just been what I've been up to, man. Yourself?
0: Nice. I've been, yeah, I've been really busy this week. I've not really been able to play. I've been focusing more on, um, on video stuff, to be honest with you. Um, it's funny because i i kind of went a bit back to basics last week and i put something out and i wasn't really sure how it's going to go and like a lot of people really liked it which is which is cool it was about just movement and it was kind of this series i had in mind about kind of like the fundamentals of of gameplay and like how to get better and not die and stuff and uh, i think there's a lot of people who are still interested in that kind of thing and so the first one was about movement and i'm going to do one about positioning um and there's going to be a a bunch of others i've got like a whole a whole list of things i want to do so that was that was quite cool and then um i've been working this week on the one for uh for tomorrow because i wanted to put something out about like the next wipe like how to prepare like what to expect things yeah, to think about yeah. for next time that kind of stuff so i'm gonna that's gonna be coming out tomorrow um and i've really like just been working on that t- to be honest with you like the uh i guess the the one random i guess we could talk first about like the random exciting piece of news for like today nikita's mm-hmm. like special surprise because that's not really like you know all up and coming new stuff it's like it's happening right now which is the the killer on factory thing which is uh pretty insane so i'm sure probably everyone's seen it at this point but you know they released a, a what was it's it like a picture or something on their twitter and it was yeah. like a postcard almost and it's got like yeah. in the middle with his thing and then there's like some russian and then there's a guy with the hammer behind um who <laughs> kind of like, like in the
1: shadows
0: somewhere. exactly presumably it's Tajila. like i i ran around to try and find somebody who was Uh, who'd like translated it and i think they said some people said it said like happy birthday little brother or like or like little one or something like the the exact translation didn't seem quite clear like people seemed to have a different opinion so whether it was like killer's the younger brother interjilla's the older brother like some people thought maybe that or it might be the other way around because no one was really sure who the who the postcard was written from the perspective of either it was yeah uh, it was in, interesting so I don't, I don't know some people are just like oh it's like father and son kind of thing as well i'm, I'm not so i'm actually not 100 percent sure as to what actually that means but i think it's 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 quite funny that killer just suddenly turned up on on the factory and people were just getting like nailed by him which is super <laughs> funny um and i but i think like i so i i feel personally like this is a actually a, a complete like win for bsg i think this is a fantastic thing that they've done firstly it's exciting adds things to the game that people are like oh my goodness like killers on on factory and i think for them actually technically it's a really important test for a number of reasons the the secondary reason as to why it's important is because they want to put other um other bosses on streets as a start mm-hmm. and have the meetup and stuff so this is a test of having you know i'm sure the ai is kind of built for interchange so to try and put him into a different map there's going to be some bugs glitches whatever so testing that out first and foremost the second thing though which i think is like the primary reason why it's so important is that i reckon that most of killer's code within factory is probably to code and they're testing out his ai now before the release of the actual factory expansion because that would be such a buzzkill right if it releases and it's like bugged and you gets stuck on the floor or like it doesn't work properly like that kind of thing so i think that's yeah. the reason why they've done this is to do like a mass test of the ai for Tgilla and then um and see what happens and see if people complain or say it's too hard or it's too easy or, or whatever try and like tweak a little bit get some feedback and then implement it with the factory expansion that's what that's what my like take on this is i think
1: um but it's it's super cool people have been having a great time it looks it looks awesome it does look it looks awesome pretty good on the note about the ai though i've i, I haven't again i haven't played and experienced it for myself but from videos i've watched he does seem kind of not amazing ai <laughs> like i think i was watching daily Slav's video and killer's looking down like a tunnel and the like you know nine like to the not daily Slavs approaches him with killer's uh, side turn to him and he doesn't react at all and it's just like line up the headshot and shoot you know and then same as all like i've I've seen it a lot and uh but that's great you know the testing like let's hey let's get the testing done and i'm like really excited how this scav boss is going to work um mm-hmm. ai wise i'm a little concerned it's gonna be a little bit of a gimmick kind of like how the cultists are i i haven't encounter cultists but from when i was trying to find them i was watching a lot of content on how to farm them yeah and find them and it seemed like it worked like the idea worked until you shot them and then they were just like great raider mode they just like turned to raiders you know what i mean it was like i that kind of felt like a letdown to me um because i wish they would like just like attack And then, like, go back and, like, just constantly hide and use, like, tactics, like, you know, some, like, real crazy stuff. Like, throw a grenade not even near your direction where they shoot and, like, reposition. Like, just something to, like, kind of reset that whole experience.
0: Yeah, I agree. That would would have been kind of good because that was sort of the issue, right? It's, like, it's night already. You can't really see them. You don't know where they are. And then they Mm -hmm. just go, like, rather than being – that's the thing, right? Rather than, like, turning the difficulty up just being, like, oh, they're just, like, laser headshot, like, AI aimbot – instead trying to make them i think it's so it's hard it's actually quite hard making like a tactical ai that like feels kind of real and it's like fun to play against is difficult it is easier just to turn the aim up to 11 and just have them headshot you as soon as you peek around a tree so i do <laughs> i don't know it's, it's one of those things where i think it's just a difficult thing to actually put that into practice for, for ai like ai is always difficult unless you've got someone who's like a, a specialist it's um it's it's just tricky ai is just always a complicated topic so yeah i'm i'm pleased that they are testing it out And as you say the thing is like killer does that in interchange too though right sometimes he just doesn't really respond and you shoot him and i think those kind of uh i guess situations is sort of what they're trying to avoid in factory because like yeah factory is a different map too um it's just it doesn't really it doesn't play the same so you know they're gonna have to make some tweaks to it but yeah i'm i'm intrigued to see how how dead you get trying to fight against each other in factory close range and he's got this side yeah. hammer i just don't know yeah. how the hammer is even going to function it's just like, I, is he going to be like around the corner you're going to come around and he's that's just what i hope. Slam your face
1: yes like he like almost like is, but he's like playing the corners and he's hammer mode and then maybe yeah. when you shoot him he switches to the gun or mm. maybe he changes it up i don't know but it's it's gonna be great. My the other thing, I I, I hope uh, if you got something else to say, go ahead. I, I I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off there. No, 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 Go for it, go for it. Um uh, the the other thing I was gonna say is I <sighs> I hope he doesn't have this ridiculously insane HP. Okay, and this has kind of been a gripe of mine. Um, back when Killa, so they buffed Killa's HP semi recently, yeah. mm-hmm. and it just feels like because he's wearing some of the high, highest armor and now his HP is so high it just kind of feels like you kind of have to use a 308 um like M60 yeah. M80 M62 M61 round to like kill him because his I think he has like what 70 HP in his head and like 590 yeah. like it's it's kind of it's, it's pretty ridiculous yeah it's yeah. pretty ridiculous in my opinion and um gameplay wise it like, realism outside, like, you know, you could argue for realism, but I feel like gameplay-wise, it just really incentivized people to use, like, M61 all the time, you know? Same with, like, Gluhar, because and, and, he's got ridiculous HP. And I kind of wish they... these guys, like, it's just insane. Yeah, and, and, and I kind of wish... I feel like that the approach that they took was more... Because killer used to be, quote-unquote, easily farmable, um, but that's because the high tier ammo is readily, readily accessible you know what i mean yeah. um i, I kind of wish i don't know I, I hope they sort of like readjust that later when the economy's more um everything's more scarce i guess there's more of a scarcity aspect to, to like the really good stuff um but with that being said it's going to be interesting because based off the screenshot he's got that new um armor plate uh carrier chest rig right yeah, and... is that
0: like just a thorax protecting thing? I, w- like I would think so. Thing. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a it's a armored rig is what mm. it, what it seems to be. Um, so it might be a class six armor rig, since we don't have one in the game currently. Excuse me. Cool. Uh, which is going to be pretty cool. But the other interesting thing was his like the plate is so small when they add armor hit zones and it's just like you can see his bare flesh and and you know, it's just oh man. That's gonna be so interesting. And so I'm not sure if they are gonna give him like eight hundred hp thorax you know (laughs) i think we talked about this a little bit last time on i think i think think
0: they're gonna have to though i actually think they're gonna have to because otherwise it's just like it's so difficult especially on factory i think it's so hard but yeah you're right because it forces people to do certain things right it's like when i was looking at like trying to kill killer and i just was not looking forward to that quest and i'm like right it's either va- it's basically either like the vss or m61 like that's it because yeah the, both, both rounds have like, like crazy damage and they have crazy pen and that's that's really what you need you need something along those lines but it funnels people down like people used to be able to leg met him much more easily because he had that stun lock thing so there was at least some tactics
1: that's true to it, but that's true.
0: they thought it was too farmable and he just got frozen then you just like headed him with you know what some crappy round and just hit him like a bunch of times but <sighs> Yeah since they stopped that that's it's true. like now that's all you could do is just one tap with the 61s you know
1: That's a good point because there was like a leg meta when I first started playing a farming mm. killer like you would buy the ketter and use that one ammo and just like it would be like you would go in with just a ketter kill killer and you'd be geared up for the raid you know um so that's a good point i guess Yeah, yeah. maybe there's some room to play there just just for balance reasons Yeah um, we we'll have to so see yeah.
0: i would i would quite like I would quite like them to actually introduce some sort of like more interesting mechanic because even though Sturman's quite annoying, I actually feel like he's probably one of the more more unique bosses because he kind of plays in a particular way. Like he tells you when he's Mm. there and then he's a sniper guy and he has like no armor on really. So if you catch him, he dies. But I quite like that. And he's got two really aggressive guards. Like I, I quite like the design of Sturman, whereas I feel that some of the others are just a bit too kind of brute forcey. I hope they don't make it like that. Like it'd be, it'd be quite neat if there was. I don't know how they do it, but if there was some kind of like interesting mechanic for it, but I, I don't know, it would that would be yeah. kind of fun. You know, I like it if there's something, uh something kind of kind of cool that like you could you know distract him with a nade or that. I don't know, just brainstorming randomly. Yeah, um, yeah. Rather than just being like, it's another guy, he's a huge cycle, he's got two thousand health, go kill him. You know, it's like, right. okay, it's another one. Um I'm sure there's something interesting they could do with it, but yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see but yeah factory expansion i'm i'm excited i love factory yeah, i think I it's gonna be really good Can't wait. i think it's gonna be really really good i think it's gonna be awesome because that was um unless you have anything else to say about killer one factory or anything that kind of neatly segues into the the pestily nikita interview which is the one that i yeah. was focusing on as i said um about how well the factory expansion they said is done it is finished it is and we know it's coming which is good. But then I've, again, you know, I always reference nice guy and he, you know, kind of has his, the the path and the, the, the process that the BSG go through before each patch. And then this time he said, well, there's no, there's no talk of TV, no talk of TV. Well, I'm going to tell you what's coming. You don't know when it's going to be no wipe. Wink wink, nod, nod, smile, smile, <laughs> you know, finger tap. No wipe. We'll it's, no, it's definitely not on the horizon any time. No, not even we'll on the see. horizon no time soon. Like which probably means it's like, you know, it's gonna happen in the next three days. Like everyone's get it guessing. So they're not gonna tell us what's coming. Like he said there's they want more surprise elements around the wipes. Like it's I'm intrigued as as to the timing. I really am.
1: I'm I'm gonna say I'm church is calling it. All right, write it down. Mark it down. Ooh. There's no wipe, dude. We're not getting a wipe to a lighthouse. That's I, that's my guess right now.
0: I think that may well be the case so long as lighthouse actually comes up pretty quickly. But, and this is actually one of the points later, so I'll, yes. just, but I'll just bring that now, is that they yeah. said that 70% of the people on the streets that are working on streets are going to be working on lighthouse temporarily to smash this map out, basically, release something, and then carry on with streets because yeah. as nikita said it's very unlikely anything is going to come off streets this year and when it does it's going to be a portion and mm-hmm. um and then they're going to do expansions um which i mean we can we can touch on on that a bit more but um but yeah i mean with, with lighthouse i don't know it's hard to get a kind of an idea of the timeline but i mean with factory expansion done i mean it's obviously the thing that they're focusing on next i there's some people who think there's going to be a wipe with Factory Expansion, and some people who don't, but I, I I don't think there's going to be one, right? That's not that's not kind of what they've that's so, kind of not what they've implied.
1: Airwing did a video on why he thinks there's going to be a wipe, and reasons for a wipe and reasons to not wipe. Um, and one of the reasons he thought there would be a wipe is Scav Karma, which we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, you really incentivize people to play their scavs and test out the karma system, which I think is a good reason, but I just... I don't know the the dynamic of Nikita and like BSG's communication has changed so much. I feel like they're sort of like trying to step away from the whole wipe thing. Like they I don't know. I, I Something tells me there's just not going to be a wipe. Like we're we're building up the hype for it, anticipating the wipe. Um, but I just I don't know. I don't know. He could he could do Christmas Thing like he did last year with the surprise wipe, but I just feel like there's, I feel like there's gonna be a patch and no wipe. That's just my, I don't know.
0: I kind of feel I, I've, I changed my mind to feel the same way actually after watching all the interviews and watching what he said and just the way that he was acting about stuff because if they're not gonna do streets until like Q1 next year, say yeah. and it comes out yeah. in like February or whatever, yeah, that's yeah. gonna like streets is gonna be a wipe, obviously. I say, obviously, yeah. it might not be. It could not be, but I think, I just don't see really any way they release streets without it, to be honest with you. But if they do do that, and it's like February, March, then that means that they kind of need to wipe in like, well, not not right now, but in kind of like three months. So if they wiped in, you know, two or three months time from now, then they would actually be in the right cycle to then wipe when streets arrives. So if they don't do it with factory expansion, do do it with lighthouse in two to three months time, and then do do it with streets again in like March next year, that would actually then line up. So that's kind of why I changed my yeah. mind a bit. Because I think, because with streets being pushed out, because if streets, okay, look, let's let's put it this way. If streets was going to be released in December, it kind of makes more sense to wipe now. You right. Know what I mean? Because otherwise the wipe right. timing is too short. Yes. And so with streets being pushed out, it means that they don't need to do it now. They can wait a little bit longer until something like Lighthouse is out. Scav Karma is probably not going to make the biggest difference to the game, let's be honest. And they can do it when you know there's a whole new map and you know there's some other features that they want to bring in um and yeah and then and then they can wipe the streets which is going to be probably six months after that so something along those lines because otherwise you've got this like
1: three month gap which is just not it's not long it's not long enough and and that's days. why i think with my you know the the wipe not coming school of thought is you have an eight month period it's like another two months maybe three months lighthouse comes out they wipe and then, like you were saying, in February, March, they wipe with Streets, which is like, what, five-ish, four-ish months? Still pretty close period, but yeah. that's kind of my thought. But even then, maybe it's not a wipe, you know, with Streets, because I feel like either way, people are, like, Streets is released, people are going to want to play either way, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like they- the, 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 one of the defining things of EFT's, like, progression in their development, you know?
0: I'm just, like, I'm thinking, like, I wonder, because if if Streets is with a wipe or something, and then they kind of, can you imagine, like, if they've got it, like, locked off or something, and you have to, like, make your way to Streets, and everyone's like, oh, I want to play Streets, and they go in, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't, and you have to, like, can you just, like figure out where, how, like, how to actually unlock it, like, how do you get to Streets from the other maps? That'd be kind of sick, but I don't know. It's um, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be super, yeah. super interesting. So uh, let me just go back to my notes again. So what, what else? So basically, you said, like, no talk of TV live, he wants more surprise elements in the wipes. And they're going to do, he said, like, there's actually a lot of stuff coming in in. I think he said I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was for the next wipe, where he said there's like um this is when they do wipe the game next. This is not this next next patch, I don't think, but the next time that the wipe is coming, there's gonna be like changes to the way leveling works, um, and and that kind of thing. There's like some fundamental like game structure stuff that I believe they're gonna be amending. And he said it's gonna be diff. The game's gonna feel the same but it's going to be quite different. So like the other stuff, he was talking about uh, penetration of objects, which seems to be like a really big thing. Like Nikita seems to be talking about that nonstop, which is about, you know, they're modeling like the car engine blocks within vehicles and all this kind of stuff that nobody really asked for. And like the environmental changes that we talked about previously about like blowing up walls and and that kind of stuff he's like it seems very interested in the um the environmental stuff at the moment and he said like yeah a lot of the cover that you're used to hiding behind you won't be able to hide behind anymore you're going to have to just get used to it and adapt because a lot of the cover is going to be useless now like you can't hide behind like a car door for example because the rounds are going to go straight through or you can't hide behind like a wooden fence or inside like a shed or whatever because the stuff's just going to go straight through now and it's going to fundamentally change the way that you think about cover and, and that kind of stuff and so those kind of things do excite me because that really does make some serious changes to the game in, in a lot of ways. I mean, there's quite a few For cases sure. of just
1: impenetrable things in Tarkov, which is quite annoying, but even the things that you can penetrate like on in a uh, resort um, on the map shoreline inside there's where there's like what I call sky bridge that connects in the West swing on the second floor. There's a like, uh, closet, like a jacket closet if you will, that's sort of like in the hallway as cover and it has um, on the side that's facing the skybridge it has the its back to it so there's like a layer of wood and then once you go through that layer of wood there's two pieces of wood and there's a gap in between the middle that's like where you would access the closet, right? And if you shoot a gun through that single layer piece of wood once it penetrates it has like a random a cone or a random vector to yeah. it, so it's like it's it's penetrable, and you could like shoot people through it, but the odds of hitting them is kind of like unless they're right up against it, it's kind of not that great honestly, um which was kind of surprising to me, but I think Nikita's really pushing this whole building that immersion like when they added the um the animations for where you could like load your gun with a bu- single bullet. Um, when you didn't have any mags, you know, and no one really asked for that feature. And I wasn't like something that's like, oh, this is like a huge gameplay thing, but it's like building that immersiveness of the game, you know, that realism aspect of it, uh, which kind of goes into line with what you're saying about the the penetration of the car and stuff. So it'll be, it'll be cool. I mean, I'm excited because just being able to shoot reliably through like a sheet metal door or, you know, if you have like a high pin ammo or like low pin bullets going through like um 9 mm going through like wood you know like a single sheet of wood would be great and it being way more reliable so it's going to be I think it would be pretty cool I'm excited to see that change cuz that I feel like that has pretty big gameplay impl- implications to it so that would be good I
0: agree I agree I do agree I agree so he said yeah that's going to be it's going to be good a lot of covers going to be obsolete. and then yeah, then then like then he was just talking a lot about like the street, like Streets itself and stuff that we kind of like already mm-hmm. already know and that kind of thing. But some of the things that sort of blew my mind, like I kind of knew this already, but just like to have it confirmed by Nikita, where he's just like Streets is going to be so big, there's not going to be one set playstyle. Is kind of what he said, and that I think it was this was maybe on the other one where he said like Streets is so is going to be so large that you could fit all the other maps together, and Streets is bigger than all of them together, and like you could just play the whole game on Streets if you wanted to like the other maps just will yeah. all fit inside it because it's just such an enormous <laughs> map which is super super cool and um yeah. and like I, i'm he he did he did say about um how we've only seen one piece
1: mm-hmm. of
0: streets like mm-hmm. all of the trailers all of the teasers everything we've seen is just like this area that that is now being called like Concordia which is like the residential apartment and that is that is all we've seen we've just seen the concordia area of the map and there's like loads of other stuff, and he actually said, like, they've got the full, like, the movie theater is completely finished, the police station is completely finished, all of the, all of that stuff, all the surrounding areas is, is done, but we haven't seen any of that stuff. All we've seen is one apartment building and like a yes. bit of the surrounding like road. That's it. Yeah. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy because like it's massive. Like it's so it's so huge, right? And this is like one building in the whole place. It's like it's it's nuts. So I'm like I'm I'm really excited. I'm actually i'm really excited about it and like especially when he says there's no one set play style so that's kind of true of some other maps like you think of shoreline or something and there's you know long range outside and or you can go to resort or whatever so it's a bit it's gonna be it's gonna be like that but um obviously on a much grander scale because you could spend like the whole time inside Yeah, one apartment building or you know just skulking around in the streets or God. or
1: doing doing whatever it's, gonna be, it's gonna be so cool if you could just like sit up on top of a rooftop of like an svd and just like s- snipe people and just sit there the whole map of like your. Can of shanka and your you know bottle of water just chilling out. Like, <laughs> I do wonder how many people you'll see. Like with forty players, it depends. I don't
0: even know now. Like whether forty is too many,
1: too little. Like we just have to see. I don't. Know. I, I think it's gonna be great because I think he mentioned too either in the in the in the interview of uh, Pastelli or in the 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 uh, Summer Games uh, interview that he wants it to feel like you're. You're alone, but in the back of the mind, you know you're never alone. You know what I mean? Sort of like it reminds me of like yeah. that Daisy thing where it's like you don't encounter anybody that often, but when you do it's like, oh, oh, oh shit, dude, I gotta yeah. do you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it's gonna be pretty cool, man. Pretty yeah because
0: cool. I, I think that feeling um because I th- it's one of those things it's like a double edged sword because like I, I actually yeah i love daisy back in the day playing the the pre-alpha but like that the feeling there's some feelings from daisy which never replicated properly in tarkov because the raids are kind of shortish whereas like yes. in daisy because you're like because it's a proper survival game right you can be like you can spend your time building right. your resources and like you know building up your stuff and like making fires and like building your camp and like organizing your your stuff and it takes it takes a while and you have to do it like in the in the game right so you end up spending like maybe two to three hours with your mates just like chatting and like sorting things out whatever like you would if you were like out in the woods and then like have you seen the walking dead there's like it reminds me of like you know, mm-hmm. the first season of the walking dead or something where like people are just like organizing stuff like trying to survive whatever and then suddenly like someone just gets shot in the head And it's like three hours of no action. And then someone's and you're like looking at you're like trying to cook a piece of like beef on a fire. And then someone gets sniped out of nowhere. And it's like everyone just is like headless chicken, like crazy (laughs) everywhere. Like it's completely insane. But like I've not quite like you don't quite get enough time to build no. up like it's kind of the issue almost the almost like the issue with eft in some ways is that like your butt is so clenched the whole time when you're playing that you're you're almost ready to be killed at any any moment because you're so because the whole game is like risk reward central and you're like oh there's like this underlying tension that never really goes away whereas in Daisy you could like because it was long enough you kind of got lulled into and you didn't never really saw anyone you got lulled into a false sense of security so when things did happen it was like it was crazy so that's that's i kind of hope in some ways that like with with longer raids if you have a bit more time because that's why i like them having the other maps by the way because i don't always have time to play like two hour raid but if you if you did or you're on stream or whatever you're just like right we're gonna sit we're gonna play some like serious streets and then it's like half an hour you're like looting or you're going to do some quest or whatever and then it's like suddenly you spot someone in in a window and you're like like did they see me do they know i'm here like where, where are they? Is it just one? And then, and then that's the thing of like the you know the tension. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going yeah.
1: Bring it. will bring a new feeling. I think there's something to be said too for like both the map design slash the structure of a raid because like we've said before, you sort of spawn people on opposite sides of the map, and your extracts are on the opposite side of the map, so you're like guaranteed to cross over. So you know when you're going to the center of the map that's like the most area of tension and you know, at the start of the raid and the spawns, if you're knowledgeable in spawn locations, you know, the potential of players. But in between that, there's some gaps of, you know, no one should be here type of feeling. Right. Um, But with streets, it's going to be so big. Hopefully it's not going to be like, I spawn here. I run to this one building. I look to my left and there's a guy running across the street. You know what I mean? Hopefully they can like sort of, Eliminate that, if you will. Um, and I think they and can it, because it's so big. That's my hope, man. That's my hope. I hope it really feels like that true open world experience, man. Where it's not like this. I think of it like CS:GO esque style, but the objectives are typically in the middle of the map, you know. um So it's just it's like a inverse battle royale thing, where like everyone goes to the center to like get the good loot. You know what I mean? Some people, yeah. anyways. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's it's gonna be good, man. I'm 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 really excited for it. I know, me too. Um, one of the things too that he mentioned in that podcast was the patch 12.12 12 is gonna have VoIP and inertia, which is like, whoa, dude, that's pretty yeah. huge, man. That's pretty huge. Uh, I think he was saying like they want to. He told the team like, guys, I'm tired of people asking about VoIP. Get it done. <laughs> the yes, exactly. Game. <laughs> well, I like what he said. He was
0: just like he was like, yeah, Voip. I didn't like the idea of Voip, and then I thought about it, and then I like the idea of Voip, and we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that kind of thing, right? It's just like I did. I didn't like it. Now I do like it, and so we're just going to do it. And that, and that's the thing. Like even Pestley was like, I think that was on the Pestley one where he, Pestley was just like, it's a good idea. You know, don't listen to people who tell you it's a bad idea. It's just, it's a good idea, and I can understand why he didn't like it to begin with, but now. I I think that's great, right? It's great to have like the you know the lead dev be like, this is my idea of how the game should play out, and then he's like, you know, after hearing all the pros and cons, he's like, on balance, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is going to be a good thing, and then put it in instead. And that's like, that's really good. I think it's such a good mindset that Nikita's got. I think he's got um, better as well over time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be exciting, man. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm. Pro Voip, but I don't think Voip's gonna be good when it first comes out. I think there needs to be an incentive. I I could. This is like a whole separate tangent we could go on. Um. So so yeah, I, I'll just say I don't think it's gonna be. The game does. I feel like the game lacks incentivize incentivization. I don't know if that's a word to use Voip to cooperate right because it's yeah. kind of like, in in for example in Daisy. When I was thinking about this, when you die, you get sent back to the beach. Yeah. You could be like on the opposite side of the map and it's a big map, right? And when you die, you get sent back. Some people are going to have mercy, right? If they kill you, right, they know you're going to get sent back. Alternatively, what's what's like the value of killing you well eliminating threat but if you pose no threat right they can knock you unconscious and or tie you up and handcuff you like there's a lot of things you can do yeah. to sort of like see what they have you know you could rob them like there's so many things you could do to see if they have any value on them mm-hmm. um i mean i remember playing not too long ago just m- memeing around basically and i was just like didn't really have anything And I ran to this guy, and he didn't really have anything, and I just started, like, punching him. You know, just, just, and I was just, like, voice chatting and, like, just trolling him, basically. And we ended up working together and having fun, and we died to a bunch of zombies, because we're dumb. But, um, there was, like, an incentive to survive, because survival is so, sorry, failing Uh, to survive is so punishing. It's so punishing, whereas in EFT, I, I just feel like it's not really that punishing. I mean if you I, I don't know the most punishing part
0: because you have your stash so yeah
1: if the most punishing part is loading is loading a, a raid that's like the most punishing towards the end.
0: well i what i hope they do right so there's two there's actually for me there's voip has to kind of two elements just to kind of touch mm-hmm. on my thoughts on it firstly there's the like the working together and playing with other people and that kind of thing which is good and they need to give people incentives they make more of these pmc and scab exits they do stuff with pmc karma which means if you you know do something with the other team then you can i don't know get whatever right so there's going to be there'll be incentives one thing though that i think could be absolutely huge that i don't think i've really heard anybody speak about is getting rid of discord playing with squads and using the in-game VoIP because if they do it right you will be able to tell where the voice is coming from and know who is who if they do it that's a Big to do it right earth, which but that's that's huge right because right now it's yeah. super hard to figure out who teammates are because oh yeah the things that other people have talked about in veritas and whoever right is that the game and like even to be fair even my friends who used to play with me like guys i know in real life who don't play ift anymore that was one of the biggest complaints that they had about the game was that if they were in a squad with me in real life they wouldn't be able to tell who i was just by looking at my character my you know my sort of body shape the way that you actually walk like you can tell who someone is if you know them well enough out of the corner of your eye just by like how they move because each person has kind of like a unique like gait and like step to them right and you just know who these people are whereas in tarkov everyone looks the same everyone's wearing the same armor they're all the same height they've all got basically the same character model it's impossible to tell who is who and so it actually is like harder than in real life in eft to figure out who your teammates are and i I know veritas has talked about some kind of like abstraction things to sort of simulate the fact that you know who your teammates are by you know Potentially some indicator or something, which is very like sure, anti-EMT, sure. but like it adds to the immersion as opposed to not necessarily the realism. But it's unrealistic inherently to not know who your friends are, right, at the same time. So it's a bit sure, silly. Sure. This would be this would be a way to get around all of that because then you, if hmm. it would firstly incentivize teams to use the in-game VoIP rather than using Discord for one, because you get an advantage in-game because you get the positional microphone audio if you use the VoIP as opposed to using Discord, which is just flat into both ears. Yeah. and you will kind of know where each other where, where where each other are and stuff. I think it could be really useful. Useful.
1: It, it it yeah, for sure. My only my only um our uh counter argument is when I played squads a lot, we started using the in game comms like the you know uh goddamn traitor or whatever it is, you know, the voice yeah. lines. Um and it's like it works, but because the audio is like not amazing, <laughs> you know, in Tarkov, um it's like so yeah. 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 I, I think the meta will be um VoIP plus Discord. So you'd be like, you know, where are you at? And then he talks in game and you reckon you hear yeah. your buddy's voice in game and then if the the Steam audio and the regular audio, all that works how it's supposed to, you'll be able to like pinpoint where your buddy is and that way you sort of don't kill your teammate, you know. it's yeah. gonna be cool. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, so there's that. And then and then inertia, the other thing for to oh, yeah
1: 12, that's going to be exciting
0: it's going to be good and i i i'm interested to see how it feels because it's very much a feeling thing in it and they're not gonna get it right at the beginning, I don't think. And it, also it's going to feel either. weird. So it's gonna yeah. be hard to know whether it is right because it's just gonna everything it's gonna feel like it feels playing PUBG when you go back to it from playing EFT, which is like trying to control a sack of potatoes with a controller. <laughs> is basically how it feels. You know, you dragging your yeah. body around the map. Like it's gonna feel weird for everybody, it's gonna feel wrong, it's gonna feel like they've screwed it up, even if it's correct. And so it's gonna take a while before people go, Okay, we've played it for a month. We get we're used to it now. We see what the meta is with inertia. Does it need to be increased? Does it need to be decreased? You know, there's certain elements of it that don't work properly. Like that's that's yeah. really how they're going to have to do. It, I think so. They just like put it in and then see, um, because it's yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Just because like it's going to change how the game works. And like, as people say, like holding angles will be better. Will it promote camping? Maybe a bit, but. And like camping, camping angles in particular. I mean, rather than camping, like you know, whatever. But like at the moment, peakers advantage is so strong that maybe it'll actually just negate right. that, and then it'll kind of feel normal. So
1: yeah, then- I think I think it will make holding angles more relevant. Um, and I think peaking will still be very strong, but there will be a once you peak and you try to get back in the position. You're gonna have to sort of counter that inertia of you peeking, right? Of you moving out of cover. So now you're, if you imagine like play a game like CS:GO, where you have that inertia where you you know can't just like trade rapidly back and forth. There's a little bit of a a counter to your weight. You know, you feel like you actually have weight within the game. So I think that's going to be really good um, because I feel like the meta at the high level is just like you quick peek, see the enemy, and you get behind cover, and then you like line up the shot you know, not uh, through the wall and then you peek pre-fire and it's like either you got them or you didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you just like constantly do that over and over and it's like, and it, it, it you know, it, it is skill-based and there's a lot of cool things you can do with the movement, but it's like, that was like such a thing when I first played the game is I was like anticipating like based off what I, the gameplay footage I've just seen and based off like looking at the game, I was like, dude, this game is like super realistic, super mill semi and I played it, and it just like I was taking my time constantly, and I just kept dying. And then all of a sudden, it's like once you just start getting aggressive, it's like whoa, this actually works. You know what I mean? It's like it was such a like disconnect from like what I was anticipating. You know, the, exactly. the play it's,
0: experience. It's quite strange. It is quite strange. Yeah. So. Now,
1: now, definitely holding corners is really strong, um, and playing slow. Can, it's like situationally good, but just in like a vacuum. If I'm in a hallway and the other guys in the hallway there's zero reason for me to spam ad on my keyboard keyboard you know what i mean it's just like there's no disadvantage there's only an advantage so now they're gonna make it to where it's like you got to be more decisive on and more methodical on your movements which i think is just gonna add to the like skill uh raise the skill ceiling in the game if you will i think it's a a good thing
0: i hope so (laughs) because like the way i see eft right now right it's like the and it's kind of the way that i've ended up playing it's sort of to what you were saying about um You know whether you whether you peek or not or ad or whatever, and it's kind of like right now it's like if you if you know where the other guy is you be aggressive. If you don't know where the other person is, then you play defensive because you still kill people just by sitting in a bush and shooting them as they run past. If they don't see you and they don't know where you are, then it's fine. If you both are in a one v one and you both know that each other is there. You want to be aggressive in that situation because then it's all about pre-firing whatever if both players know where each other are. So it's like in, in defensive passive mode, first engagement, you want to be slow and holding angles is actually quite strong because they don't know where you are. They have to figure out there's a person and then where you are and then aim, but you're already there. And so like that time the peak advantage is too short for it to matter mm-hmm. in that situation. But yeah, when you're mm-hmm. in like the situation you described before, where you're like doing the AD and the quick peak and the, uh, 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 and the pre-fire and stuff, <laughs> then that's when it, that's when it starts to matter. Right. So it's like, that's why aggression yeah. is so important when like first engagement is like kind of passive. And then, like, every other engagement after that until one of you is dead right. is, like, full-on aggro, like, nadespan around yes. the corner, push, yes. push, 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 wide swings, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so it's, it's going to be good, and sort of counter that a little bit, to so kind of bring the sort of slightly more passive and slow play into not just, like, the first couple of shots when you're engaging from the first time, which is, which will be good.
1: I um, can't like, guarantee Inertia will be good, but no. I believe the concept of it is is gold so yeah let's hope that you know the first implementation is pretty good and then if it's not we can always you know provide feedback and they can get it to a suitable point my other big hope and we might talk about this before and i'll be brief is that if you kit out light kits like an smg and a very light rig a very light vest very light backpack that you have less inertia. Like, if they have some type of multiplier on your weight, so then there would be, like, an incentive to, like, run light gear. And I think that'd be really cool, because then you could still sort of lean into that aggressive playstyle, if that's something you wanted to do. Whereas now, it's like, if I want to kit up really heavy, there's, like, a consequence to that decision. You know, something like, there's a pro to it. I get all this extra room to loot, I get all these extra mags and meds to hold, I get all this, like, better gear, better armor to wear. But, I'm starting heavy, and I have more inertia, so it's it's gonna be interesting i'm I'm really excited for it like I think it's just like yeah, it's gonna be great.
0: That would be awesome, actually, because like those kind of choices, I think for are really, sure. really, really oh, useful. They're so, so good. Because right now, really? like, there's not enough difference between someone light <laughs> and someone heavy. And at the moment, it's like when you're super heavy, then you feel the inertia in the game. Right, it feels like your character struggles to get up to speed and like takes a while to slow down. And that's great, yeah. but that should be more on a sliding scale, which I guess is what they're trying to bring in. Um, yeah,
1: for sure, definitely, definitely.
0: Because it feels great when you're overweight and you're like struggling to move your kit across the map. It feels yeah. like. You feel the weight. It feels heavy. It feels good. So the other thing that I wanted to speak about about Streets that he said about, which I'm really, really excited about, was about the car lot uh, scav boss, Mm -hmm. um, which is like, you know, the guy's going to be in like the fortified car lot. And he was like, there's going to be minefields, snipers, gun emplacements. (laughs) Like, you can take it on if you want, but you're going to like, he's like, I'm going to, you know, it's going to be so funny to see how quickly everybody dies. And I'm looking forward to that. That's going to actually be some amazing gameplay plus also content too of like assaulting the scav boss in this in this place right because like killing the bosses now is kind of like you know it's a thing and it's farmable whatever but this like might be something extreme the same thing with the btr and like you know with the rpgs and it's going to be kind of like a big event to go and destroy one of these things or or storm the the compound maybe you need like maybe you need like a full squad of like four or five people to actually successfully storm the compound and get in that kind of thing so that's going to be super cool to have like an area that is like actually a no-go zone because at the moment i don't feel like there's really anywhere like that in eft where it's like you just can't go there um and it's going to be like proper like avoid avoid mode but it is technically beatable which is what i really like it's like you can beat it in theory but you don't because you know it's silly and i like that because it's like makes your player decide to like avoid the area on purpose because it's so dangerous and it's even dangerous for geared players i think it's cool but if you wanted to go to do like an actual like raid to storm the compound you could and gear up for it in particular and uh, you know plan out your like you know your, your path of attack and that kind of stuff i uh, think it's gonna be absolutely insane uh, i'm he really looking made forward to it, that.
1: he made it seem like it was impossible yeah which i love because yeah now i want to try like i have to try you have, it, nikita you I just know. made it seem like impossible i have to try it like i'm sorry you you forced my hand Oh exactly. dude, it's gonna it's gonna be great, man. Because I can see where it's like, like that classic wow raid scenario where like you and your buddies like plan all of this stuff out to go storm this like compound, and it's just like you slay the boss and you get the loot. Like it sounds great, man. It sounds great. And up in streets and churches, like me, like, what <laughs> <laughs> instantly blows up to a landmine. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but it'll be like that would be really really cool. And if they have some yeah. special finding raid stuff like in that compound or whatever as well like it depends on how impossible it is but i don't know it would just be really neat to have like something special in there that you know or just even sure, like a really man. really high tier like loot spawn kind of thing you're guaranteed to get something good like a thermal scope or or like an ofc shells or like whatever something that's like super valuable and people are looking you know looking for like you know, big guns big guns big ammo yeah. good stuff that kind of stuff so I'm, I'm super looking forward to that it's gonna be sick it's gonna be sick
1: uh, the last thing was they had some screenshots when Pestily was talking to Nikita, the the smart shotgun and its thermal scope and then some like, quote unquote, crappy thermal scope, um, which was, you know, cool to see. I, 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 the smart shotgun's going to be interesting because if you look down, like it's almost like seems like a peripheral thing. Like you spot maybe like you move the shotgun to the bush and within your peripheral vision of the iron sight or I guess like high ready, you sort of see that he's hiding in the bush. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah
0: i don't really know how the smart it looks pretty cool
1: honestly i've not really looked into it that much i haven't i
0: just don't really know how the 155 by the way i I learned this week um because somebody commented on my channel that the mp is actually mr because the the p is the russian r so it's actually mr 133 mr 15155 which i didn't realize i get like lots of people telling me stuff like this which is quite kind of cool and i'm just like okay i learned something so and you and when you listen to like uh the 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 thing you can hear, he says like MR 155,
1: uh, which is which is kind of cool. Random piece Never of Russian na- knowledge, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like military knowledge things, um, did you hear that the tank, <laughs> sorry, the BTR is, the um, <laughs> is going to be a taxi service? Did we talk yes. about that last one? I think we, I don't think did. we did, or did we not? I can't even remember. No, what we we, about we last thought time it was the scav play. boss
0: oh because, yes because we were speculating last time and then yeah, we found out yes that's true yeah
1: so it seems like you're gonna walk up to it there's gonna be like a, a ui that pops up and you can like pay to like travel somewhere slash play pay to go blow up a building or something like i, I don't know it, yeah. it, it it is very interesting very interesting that that came out um, i do love that direct quote from nikita just like you pay your money and then you go
0: f it up like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that just sounds so good because he i think he said as well there's gonna be one like with the gun like with the autocannon and one without so there's one that's gonna be kind of like mm. an ap just like a, a troop transporter that you can just like move around in and then there's one that you can like was gonna be more expensive that you can like hire with the with the gun and blow stuff up i don't know how it's okay. going to work. He, he said it's not gonna be like battlefield where you can just control a whole tank on your own kind of thing but it's like right something along those lines i don't know if you actually get to like use the gun or whether you get to choose a position in the thing or you get to drive or you just use the gun I, I don't really know but it sounds interesting i i was not expecting that
1: i have to say i was not expecting that either i was i was pretty i we i felt like we were and most of the community was on the train of yeah this is a scab boss or yeah. some type of raider black division thing going on um, Exactly. so it's interesting it, that's interesting i mean we'll have to see how that turns out and the gameplay and what that means for player behavior—too um, early to really. I mean, we could speculate, but no way of really knowing what's going to be like until we play it. So. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. I guess it, the
0: implication is that streets is so big that you actually need to ferry yourself about.
1: <laughs> that yeah, that's a wow! I didn't even think about that. That's true, man. That's true. I wonder how. A long will, time. Like, I wonder if it has a set path or i wonder how that works man we'll have to see i don't know
0: because like we don't know how the extracts work on streets either to be honest with you so it might just be like right i need to get an extract and it's like it's gonna be like a 20 minute walk that way you know and i gotta go through all these various bits of you know people chilling on rooftops with their svd just shooting me and stuff so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah it's we're gonna have to see We're going to have to see. But I like the idea of getting in the APC and just, like, blowing stuff up. Or even just trying to shoot it with... It'd be quite fun when they add RPGs. I hope they're quite rare. I just just hope they're quite rare. But he said they're even going to add, like, the anti-personnel versions. Can you imagine, though? Because people are going to turn up on Factory. It's going to be, like, GL all over again. Someone just turns up to Factory with, like, anti-personnel RPGs. It's going to be... It's going to be kind of disgusting. Can you imagine yeah. if, like, Oh, well, I guess it's going to be expanded, but, like, in its current iteration, can you imagine if you get, like, the one that's next to the forklift and you just run through and just RPG the entrance to the forklift back room, and it's just, like, a, a squad of three just dies in the back. So you just anti-personnel RPG'd them from, like, you know, five
1: seconds in. <laughs> Dude, that would be... Oh, my God, that'd be so dirty. It'd be <gasps> fun for the guy oh, shooting God. RPG. It would be. It would be
0: just so... <laughs> this big rocket comes oh sh- triple kill <laughs> yeah it'll be, be nuts it would be pretty nuts so yeah we'll yeah. see but i mean it takes ages to like you know pop them back in it's probably going to be even longer than in other games because it's not going to be realistic and um as as uh, chat's saying as well it's probably going to be like one by two slots for each rocket and yeah. stuff they will make it hard yeah. so that's okay like i would i quite like the idea of that like make it really hard to bring the rocket launcher in and stuff or like an rpg or whatever and it's like you have to actually purposefully go and bring it to like go and blow up the tank otherwise you wouldn't you wouldn't do it, right? It's just too cumbersome, otherwise.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm for. I, I don't really have a problem with like these military-grade explosive small arms, like grenade launcher. Like they got that one grenade launcher screenshot where it's like the 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 multi-chambered GL where you can put like a bunch of them in and it's just, like, doof, 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 doof. Yeah. But, you know, I don't really have a problem with that if it's like balanced within the economy. You know, if it's yeah. scarce, if it's like super rare, really hard to get. You know, super expensive. So. As long as that stuff's balanced, and it's not like, you know, one day in the future I load up factory and it's just a bunch of RPG sevens and GLs and GL 40s then I'm mean, you know, I'm gonna be a little sad, but you know, you hopefully like one day we can unreal get to tournament, a tournament with inertia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Start like have like these wall bangs or wall bounce grenades, where you just shoot you know, yeah. them boom boom, boom. <laughs> like some crazy yeah. stuff like that. So we'll see. Yeah. We will see. We will see.
0: All right. Anything else? uh i think that's kind of the highlights that was everything that i wanted to talk about um yeah i think that's all that was all the points from the things that i thought were interesting i mean there's other stuff about like timings and other bits pieces but like it's this is most, most of the most interesting stuff i think so uh yeah i think we can we can move on to our brand new
1: segment what new segment uh, Exactly. i wish i had a button that just the a live <laughs> graph yeah exactly yeah. mlg horn or something some like image pops up new segment <sighs> all right uh so yeah let I me got, pull up in post <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks Giggy. just gave me extra work um <laughs> so we got some um some call-ins from um our uh audio platform anchor uh if you didn't know that is sort of our hub site where you can leave us a message. you can record and uh, send us a message if you got a topic or something you want to add or a question, whatever man, we would love to hear from you guys. so um let's go ahead and pull up the first call here. um do you have the call from Jake? I do all right I do let's go Let ahead just and play yeah yeah okay tell me when you tell me when you're going. Yeah, let's play it. Okay. Do you guys think that in raid traders will make everything find in raid on your way out? Okay, so that was Jake, yeah? Yes.
0: Jake and uh, says I hope that everybody could hear that on, on the on the stream. But he basically yeah. says I hope so do you think that that traders being in the raid will mean that everything is fine in raid on the way out? So Which
1: you, that's, this it is, that's what a, I thought of, man. <laughs> I've thought of this before. That's a really interesting thing. I feel like okay. I'm gonna. I feel like if open world and in raid chairs becomes a thing, why? What's the reason for found in raid? What's what's the reason? The only reason I could think of, like let's let's say the flea market a location as well. Like hypothetically, Every, everything there's no more menus. Everything's in in raid. Um the only reason I feel like it's for the container <laughs> Man, that's the o- like death that's the only reason Am I wrong? I Let's think about it. if if yeah. I if I go to therapist, I buy something, maybe maybe it doesn't come off as found and raid because then they don't want you flipping stuff on the flea market. Maybe that's another reason. Maybe that is a reason, but like, if you want to
0: go from there to the flea, and it's all so okay. So, so my, I don't it's all mind. In <laughs> I don't mind that, right? If you have to move from one location to another, and you're not just in menu right. screens, I personally would think that, that that's completely okay. Now, I now I think that the question is like, is actually? I think the question is purely theoretical because I don't the 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 bigger sort of like answer around this question mm-hmm. for me is mm-hmm. that I don't think this is what's going to happen, and um and i think you that don't like don't
1: think what exactly well, is going to happen
0: i don't think that cuz they i do i do think they said that traders won't be actually physically present in the raid didn't they but then they did say that they can die but i'm not sure if players can actually still yeah. so i i think that it's like i think they meant more like event wise i don't think i just don't think the trade is actually going to be in the raid specifically but it but if they if they are if they are, then I think that it makes sense to get rid of the fighting raid system in its entirety if the flea market and the trading uh, system is, is yes, in raid
1: that's ultimately that's sort of my thought as yeah. well. Um, yeah, because the core of the founding raid system was to counter T, right? Mm-hmm. Because people were doing, I mean, think about it, you. You're a cheater, okay? You go to labs, you kill it the whole lobby, you loot a lab's red key card. You go, you sell it, you put a listing, you someone pays you money, you go buy the the key card. That guy gets the key card for free, basically. I mean, he paid for it with real life money, but he gets it for free. And then what can he do? He can sell that key card for a ridiculous price. And that cheater that just sold you the key card for nothing, or however they or they drop it in raid, I guess is how they used to do it. Um. Let me back up a bit. Dude, you would go on the Raid for cheater. He would drop the key card. You would put in your container. Die. Take that key card. Put on the flea market. Sell it. And then typically, that same cheater would then buy that key card back from you to give you the money, right? And he resets the whole cycle again. Like so. That was like their way of cutting that, and it did cut that specifically. Um, there's still ways people still do RMT. It's just not through that method anymore, right? Yeah. Um. Typically, some cases, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. So, <laughs> but yeah, look, I think <laughs> picking up the pieces. Go ahead. All that's all. fine. That's
0: that's all good. Look, I, I look. I, I just think yeah, they they put it in place for very particular reasons. I can right. also see yes, reasons yes. why they put it in place when they originally put the system. Like, I'm still torn about about finding raid personally, anyway, because I don't think that it is. A nice or intuitive or clean system, right but I There's do think room. it had a positive impact upon the gameplay, yeah, even though I don't actually really like finding raid, I do think it was better for Tarkov as a whole, even though I don't think it's whole. necessarily the right the right like answer because like I've said it before right like you find some you find a weapon from another pmc in raid that's not finding raid you craft something yeah. in the hideout out of raid that is finding <laughs> raid that's not a good system just putting that out there that like that ain't that ain't yeah. a good system like it's unintuitive yeah. it's very confusing but overall the effect that it has on the economy and player behavior is actually kind of positive i think sure. um in in general and it's sort of you know it it kind of deters people from doing Patching stuff, running and dying, you know, throwing a grenade, killing yourself. Like for the most part, and you know, we talked about the, mm-hmm. the laundering stuff through the through the hideout before. You know, you get components to then craft to make something to sell on the fleet. So there's all that too. So, but those are kind of like the fringe elements now. Like you know, the problem used to be this, and they cut a hole through the middle, and now it's just like the edges left. It's still there. You know, there's some crumbs remaining, but it's better than it was, and I, I think it's okay. So yeah, I think that's and that's the thing about the, the fighting raid system. It's like. If you're playing hardcore, and if you don't use the traders, and if you don't use the flea, finding raid actually isn't even like it's not a. It's not, it's not even not a, a thing. A, yeah, it's not a thing at all. Well, and the biggest so, thing
1: there too is you don't use the container, right? You can yeah. use the container for keys, so it's yeah. like it doesn't even exist, you know? Yeah, so it doesn't. It actually doesn't exist. It doesn't affect your gameplay in any way. So if you put, right. if
0: you were then hypothetically to put all the traders in raid, coming back to your question, and you had the flea market in raid as well, then doesn't matter, right? You just make it difficult to go from one trader to another. There's an element of risk taking something. You know, you want, right. like, I actually think that that's okay to have arbitrages, so to speak. You go to a trader, you buy the stuff because you have a high level or high reputation with this guy. You go yes. to the free market and you sell it there. If there's a level of risk involved in taking it from one place yes. to another, fine, make right. a profit. It's, that's okay. Yes, you know? absolutely. Because the there's a risk. A yeah, it's the risk-free yes. profit that, the that is a problem.
1: Yeah. That's the key. No, so get on the head.
0: That's, that's my answer, I think. To the question cool. in a roundabout way
1: <laughs> yeah great great question jake um next one uh patimus
0: yes he's actually in our chat today i think so uh, let's what? play his thing let's play his thing okay
1: hey Gigaby, church how's it going i love the podcasts and videos you guys put out on eft i think i can confidently say we all have a special love for tarkov more than any other game at the moment. However, I'm really looking forward towards the next iteration of the Battlefield franchise, and that got me thinking. For each one of you, what would a game have to deliver to steal you away from Tarkov? Whoa, (laughs) that's a big one.
0: That Uh, is a a big one.
1: You want to go first?
0: Sure. So the types of games that end up stealing me away are Probably not necessarily Tarkov like. Like Tarkov's kind of a you know a type of this sort of game that I, that I like. So other games that you know I I play like Dota two a bit as well. Um, you know, offline with like friends and that mm-hmm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So basically any game with like massive complexity that's I can like dig my teeth into. That's right. you know, that's intriguing. It's like it's almost like puzzle game type. But in a more it's not like not 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 just puzzles, you know what I mean? It's like something that's like a big, like a big sort of problem to solve and it's like multifaceted and is like super interesting. Those are kind of the 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 games that tend to interest me. That said, that said, probably if you're talking like practically speaking, because like I'm probably about to commit heresy here because I've never actually really liked Battlefield all that much. But the game the game that's next on the horizon that is that once that I would that I would like to play and is possibly going to consume me more than anything else, is maybe the remake of Diablo two.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I'm in
0: i I'm in great for danger sure. I could totally I'm see in great that. danger of getting consumed <laughs> by the, the Diablo two remake because I have played the absolute crap out of the original <laughs> Diablo two and yeah. it is it is it's a special it's a special game, you know. It's a special game. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But that's probably that's probably it but like yeah otherwise it's something that's um it's something that's like super complex there's a game um that i've been recommended a few times that i am like unwilling to get into um which i think a lot of people probably would have played called factorio and i'm like sort of vaguely i'm vaguely familiar with like what actually happens in it and i don't want to look into it too much because maybe i'll play it on stream at some point because like it's like um it's like an intricate like machine assembly kind of like you know building industrial kind of thing and that sort of stuff just like just takes my soul right out of my body it's like insane it's like back when i played minecraft and i played minecraft probably is my like favorite game of all time i would say probably and i used to play the tech it pack on that and you could build like nuclear reactors and like water cooling towers for like all sorts of stuff like it was it was insane it was like the gold it was like a golden patch and the because it was like there was in there was inconsistencies so they couldn't carry it on but there was like one particular patch of it that i absolutely adored and i like knew this thing like really quite well inside and and out, it was yeah yeah and it was insane and it was like we were like building like yeah nuclear power stations with like three like cooling towers like pumping ice in and running it at like the highest <laughs> uh the highest like speed that you could and this kind of stuff and like there was like some irregularity with the map because like you know um, like Minecraft like loads in chunks effectively and so and somebody who was like unrelated to what we were doing spawned in over somewhere else and like wandered in from the side into our base but they, lo- and they loaded in the reactor but not any of the cooling towers and we came back in and there was just an enormous crater where our base used to be because the thing had gone super critical and blew up and blew our whole base <laughs> up because we had like eight we had like it was like it was insane we had like eight like 20-story towers of like cooling for this thing um, yeah and it didn't and it didn't load in and so like it just the whole thing exploded so like anything with that like that level Look complexity just like has the ability to just absorb me completely so that for me that would be it
1: yeah yeah I mean you and I sort of have similar tastes and games in that way Um I yeah I mean Dota 2 completely sucked my 20s up <laughs> I mean it's really bad dude <laughs> my steam hours and this is not pure gameplay this is like me sitting in the menu idle is a year like i have a year i've spent a year of my time on dota 2 or playing dota 2 like it's just like god that's kind of sad to think about (laughs) but yeah man i just i love games that just have like that depth to it man like this is not like just this cut and dry thing Now i will say i have played um Casual games, like a story-driven games, and I can get into those games. Um, it's not as likely, but one of my favorite games of all time is um, Life is Strange, and it's literally just like a walking simulator where you just sort of like go along with the story. And I just got really immersed into the story, and I just like could connect with the characters and the people involved. And it was like, yeah, I mean, it was a really unique experience because I just never would have seen myself playing a game like that um so yeah as far as like that battlefield game goes i'm not particularly interested in it like i mean i think it's cool they're rebooting that um franchise if you will the whole battle because that used to be an old 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 i think that came after like the original bf2 like there was it was almost like an expansion like it was the same core game and engine but it was just the new uh you mean like the futuristic um, type one yes yes it was like the new um almost like an expansion i guess you will it was like and i didn't play it i played it later and it was kind of cool but um yeah it's just like i mean i i played bf2 way back in the day and i had a lot of fun playing that like a lot of fun i'd sunk a lot of hours into it and then bf3 um came out a little bit later after i got off the franchise and i played it and i was just like it's more of the same, you know, it's just like I don't know, man. It's 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 stuff like that stuff. I really need something new and fresh and that has like a lot that can just I can really sink more of my twenties into, you know. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, like BF, I've always been a bit torn. Like I think the issue for me is I don't really like um arbitrary, like capture the point style um fps's mm. it's just always been my preference it's even even like even in real life like i've been you know paintballing a bunch in in my in yeah, it was, yeah it was around sort of like kind of 18 that kind of time and like everybody was just going paintballing all the time and i just never really enjoyed capture the flag that much i'm just not really like that big of a fan of just like arbitrary objectives i quite like making my own objectives that kind of thing it's why i quite like eft mm. but i've never really like bf that much but i there's a bunch of people who um there's a bunch of guys i know who like had great fun on like 2142 and that's why they're, they're all like super hyped for it so maybe it'll be maybe it'll be good, I'm not sure. I think like just like just before we move on, I think like the only yeah. other um the only other game because you said about like single player storyline type of games which I don't play all that often to be honest. But the yeah. last one that I played that really really sucked me in that I actually really did enjoy a lot was Subnautica. That was really really good. Heard Subnautica it, yeah. really really I would highly recommend it. I played Subnautica so so strongly that I basically was like refusing to play anything else with anyone until it was finished. <laughs> Now that so game Los has is a, insane
1: that game has a bit of depth to it right yeah yeah it's
0: got like it's got like a base building element as well as yeah. like a really good story and but the game itself is like it's like video game design like 101 like you feel mm-hmm. like you're discovering the story without it pushing it oh, pushing it on that. you and you feel like cuz the game doesn't like make it's just like gives you clues and you kind of like you feel like you're doing it yourself even though it's just very clever game design it's very good it's very very good I'll
1: have to uh, it's it's on my list. <laughs> yeah,
0: I would highly recommend that. And I don't play many single players. And so yeah. that's that's really one that I think is well worth it.
1: Cool man. Um alright. And the last message, um salty mayo. Hey guys, first long time listener, first time uh caller. <laughs> uh sorry about the noise in my truck. But, uh, I, Giga Beef, I just want to let you know if you need someone as a body to test out those damage numbers on, I am more than willing to do it. Um, it's salty underscore mayo. Uh, you can find me on Twitch or you can find me on, um, I think it's real underscore salty underscore mayo on, uh, Twitter and, uh, Facebook. Um, just letting you know, I am always down for testing i have done it in a bunch of other games um and i am i am so down to do that in tarkov um, maybe revive a little bit of uh, want to play tarkov <laughs> but anyway yeah uh keep me in mind um, you guys are awesome church i heard you in uh the podcast thanks a so
0: much guys have a great day there we go here <laughs> church in the podcast guys it's fine oh no 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 <laughs> Not gonna go on about that any again but um That's cool. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty. Because I think last time I was talking about um, about doing some like testing um, and that kind of stuff, and like I'm still yet to get around to it. So it's it's nice to know. Thank thanks very much, Salty, for getting in touch and just and saying that you'd uh, you know you'll help out if I'm looking for someone. Because I think at some point I probably will. I will do that um and you know we'll have a look at some very specific things i've got kind of like a list of things i actually forgot there was some other stuff i wanted to look at things like you know does uh 366 ap one tap level four and that kind of thing so Ooh. there's like there was some there were some other there's like some really like borderline threshold ones yeah. that i want to try so but there's like yeah uh, as chad's saying there's like a ton of people who who want to volunteer and help out so it's like that that's neat that's neat yeah. um and I, I will i will reach out at some point i don't know exactly when i have to build up the um Sure. I guess like the, the the material to want to do it and like have it done in the right way. And then, and then I'll, and then I'll try and get some, get some testers. So yeah, but it's good. I do. I do want to answer these questions. It's just like getting the time. Like if I'm, if I'm making sure. a video and I'm just making it like on my own and I'm just like, you know, in a few, like few minutes, I'm just like writing some script stuff blah, 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 and then I like record it in like one block list, like, you know, 20 minutes, just like bash it out and then like edit it in like bits and pieces over a few days, like to then try and get, the like the momentum up to be like right i'm gonna organize everybody we're gonna sit down for like you know two hours to like test this thing oh, and yeah, it's like, yeah. gonna take it, it always takes longer than you think it's so, like yeah. build, bring all the armors and have everybody in the raids and we're all gonna, like yep. go in together and not get like jumped by a scav or some other player or whatever and like get the good footage and then take the footage from all the people and like all this stuff right so it's just like oh, I'm a bit no. i'm a bit scared about the time i
1: think what i just realized the factory testing zone isn't going to work anymore. With exactly. now six,
0: I think even now it's six PMCs. I thought, I thought I saw someone say, so there's always yeah. going to be this one extra person. Oh no, so you're going to you're gonna have to, you're going to Testing arena. I know exactly. So you're going to have to like hide in a corner of the woods or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That could that work. Yeah.
0: yeah. i have to see. i have to see. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the, thanks for the offer of help. I've had a lot of offers of help and uh, I, I appreciate it. So I'll let yeah. you know. I'll let you know if there's something to do.
1: Appreciate Everyone calling in and uh leaving the messages, really good questions that we had and uh some really cool discussions we got to do. Absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll wrap it up there. Um anything else you wanna add, Gigo?
0: I think that's I think that's it. I think that's it. I think you just know. you know, excited for new content and seeing stuff happening. Yeah. And um I think BSG are doing it the right way. Nikita seems to be really like back in the community and like yeah out there and talking to people and he's excited about the game and you can see he looks better i think in himself like when he's doing interviews definitely i think he's in a really good mental place like i can imagine how stressed he was when there was like not really much content on the horizon he wants to release the lighthouse but the map's not like barely ready like factory expansion is still being built streets is like probably going to get pushed out and he knew it in the back of his head for ages you can imagine how stressed the guy is right yeah so, but now he's got like stuff to talk about exciting things people are getting excited people are going to come back to the game I think it's gonna be great so I'm I'm looking forward to the future talk up. I think it's gonna be
1: things to be awesome and uh, yeah
0: I'm, I'm just looking forward to it and hoping I get
1: him a bit more time to play <laughs> I'm, I'm excited um, for the new content I really hope uh, there'll be some new one of the things I want to do for my content is have a video where it's like your goals as a like that the sort of like the meta for one to, to ten i guess and like how i approach it and sort of like my advice to approach that and then sort of like the next phase which is like your next my next goal is like level 40 maxing traders and sort of like how i approach that and then like what to do past that point you know how do how do i my goal from that there's sort of like three stages like one yeah. to ten is like the early game the mid games like 10 through 40 and then the late game is like 40 plus where i just farm ruples, you know just make money you know yeah. <laughs> let's get bank and uh yeah that's one of and i'm hoping like there will be some meta changes to like the game as a whole you know um like maybe some trader items get moved some new stuff happens that stuff's always interesting uh because i was looking through some of the barter stuff and there's some interesting new stuff they added. that's kind of been under the radar, Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. We will see. All right. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Appreciate your support as always. Um, Discord server is currently in the work in progress stage. Um, I got the server made. I got the logo on and there's a general channel. That's about it. Um, So (laughs) it's a working progress. But we'll get that going and uh, be a cool way to connect with everyone. Um, be sure to check out the Anchor platform if you want to send us a message. It's anchor.fm. Leave us a message there. Maybe you'll get featured in the show. And with that, we'll uh, catch you next time, guys. See you later.